Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone. And the zone sports network. He definitely wasn't the type of guy to walk in a room and say inward, 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 inward. No, he wasn't that guy. He wasn't a racist like that. Maybe he was prejudiced in some ways. You know, maybe at a time, uh, people of my color are Polynesian sometimes would feel uncomfortable around him because he might say something that's out of pocket and sometimes we don't know. But to say he's a racist guy, I mean, I wouldn't say that, you know, and I don't say that. I'm more so on accountability. You just have to be accountable. You know, like what you said was wrong, just be accountable. I don't think no man should lose his job. A man have a family, things like that. Before as my personal experiences, I mean, it was just, you know, coach and player. I don't feel no hate, definitely never ever felt hate, never felt, never disrespected any coaches my whole four years. So like I said, we did, it was just, you know, a bittersweet thing. You know, we agreed to disagree a lot. A couple of things he said didn't sit well with me and we've always had to talk about it. It was always a way we can get it resolved. But to say he's a racist and just come in the room and just to have such hate for African-American people, nah, I wouldn't say he's that. So that was Booby Hobbs from this morning, Gordon, with DJ and PK, and he was also uh, quoted in the piece by Chris Camrani uh, in The Athletic and, and revisiting uh, a conversation that we had yesterday. But listening uh, listening to Hans, he was uh, talking about how he's confident that, that Morgan will be back. Um, listening to some of the former players, certainly more support, I would say, out there than not, although I think Booby Hobbs has been very um, clear with how he felt, including that clip. And I think that uh, absolutely uh, should be considered. And I, I just want to say how our conversation yesterday wasn't meant in any way, shape or form to pile on Morgan Scally. It was more to talk about the reality of the situation and can he perform his job now after this and uh, and go forward, Gordon. And I thought we looked at it in a, in a very realistic way. But let me ask you this. Would any... <clears throat> How how much support would Morgan have to get and from where to continue on at the University of Utah? Well, it, obviously, you have to start with the guys up top, the people who are the bosses. They're the ones that hold his employment in their hand. Mm-hmm. And I don't. You said Hans is certain he'll be back. I don't oh, know. Oh, certain. No, I it, I didn't mean to say certain. Uh, the, I don't. I'm trying to remember the the word Hans used. Confident, maybe something like that. But no, Hans did not say certain. I don't no, know how anybody can know that, right? Or, or even Correct. guess it at whether he's going to be back or not. We've tried to cover all sides of this, and when you talk about uh, the the negative. It's not as though you're espousing that or you're saying you're proclaiming that that's the case. You just discuss the negative. And then when you discuss the positive, you discuss the positive. And that's what we've done with this. Uh, I, I don't know how anyone can draw an absolute conclusion without having all the information in front of them. And none of us do or does. Uh, so it's, it's, it's up in the air at this point. And do I like Morgan Scally? Yeah, I like Morgan Scally a lot. Do I respect him? Yeah, he's always been good and truthful and upfront with me. I think you can say the same thing based on our conversations. And we've worked with him, and uh, we, we think he's a fine individual, but you can't use certain words.
And, and so that word was used, and he's apologized for it. We'll see what the investigators find out. But I have no clue whether he's going to stay or go. Do you? No, I don't. And I, I will add this, Gordon, that I believe, and this is, this is my opinion of this, I believe in second chances. And I believe in second chances across the board. If I have received second chances in my life, and it's, I, I am grateful for them, I learned a lot from them, and I will forever be grateful for them. Uh, I believe everybody deserves a second chance once in a while because mistakes are are, are made. And I, I know Morgan, and I like Morgan very much, and I, I believe in second chances, and, and that's just my, my personal opinion. But here's the thing, Gordon, and this is why I was trying to be pragmatic about it yesterday— because if you if you cut everybody's personal opinion out of this and look at his ability to perform the tasks that he has to as defensive coordinator at the University of Utah, including coaching, including recruiting, including teaching, in my opinion, how easy, how difficult will that be for him, given that this is not this is going to trail him. This this will not go away. This will be a part of his whether it's fair or not. This will be a part of his uh life moving forward and can yeah. he function in his current job with that attached and I, I i i'm not saying if it's right or wrong i'm just saying that if you look at our modern culture and how it's reacted to uh, various people who have been in his circumstance it it doesn't end well and so i i that's why i was trying to look at it that way yesterday because i think eventually that's what it's going to come down to and if if you don't think he can do the job or you or you don't think you can support him doing the job as a football program in a university well then he's not going to be able to do that job and that's what you brought up yesterday over so over i just again. wanted to make that clear yeah. cuz cuz yeah. i got a lot of i can't believe you're calling for morgan's head I that, saw that one, is certainly not what i'm doing somebody said you're piling on morgan we weren't piling on morgan Absolutely we were just considering not. all the corners of this conversation and okay let, let me let me ask you this uh, in that sound there we heard uh, i think it was booby Hobbs say he's i don't think he's a racist how how is a racist defined now, that sounds like a stupid question. It's like one of those deals where you know it when you see it, or maybe you don't. I mean, what if what if somebody is a really good person, or at least seems to be, but uses that term? What does that make him? Does it make him a racist, or does it make him a, a good guy who got confused and, and, and didn't know, uh, didn't seriously attach the meaning of that, the symbolism of that, that word, uh, it was it uh, a momentary mindless thought, or uh, how how does one define a racist? But can you be a good person and use that term? Um. Well, let, let me put it this way: I think Morgan Scally is a good person. So I suppose my answer to that question is yes, as weird as it is. It's a bit of a loaded question. And, and, and you asked Kenneth Scott about that yesterday, and his answer was, was yes. So, yes, I, I think you can. I mean, Is somebody who uses that term a racist? Automatically? It, it, I, I don't think so. But, I mean, does it matter what I think? Oh, Honestly, well, it's, uh, it's, yeah, but it's your opinion. I'm at, I'm talking to you right now. I mean, we I, we don't have any information from the university. We don't know what conclusion they're going to draw. But when I hear people say, 
he he he's he's not a racist, but he used but he he used that word. I, I'm I'm literally trying to dissect this and figure out. Okay, then how what? Where's that line? I don't I don't know if there is one. I I saw an interesting quote and I'm scrambling to find it and I and I can't and and I'll see if I can find it when I have a little bit more time. Uh, uh, but it it was uh, it was uh, somebody describing racism. Uh, you know, like, well, you know what? I'm not even going to go down the road because I, I don't want to I don't want to uh, not do it justice with without having the exact quote. But I, I think that's a more difficult question, Gordon, uh, than and, and I will say Mo Lee said in that uh, that piece yesterday in The Athletic from uh, from Chris Camerani. And he said, Morgan Scali isn't a racist. And I'm paraphrasing here. I'm from Florida. I have seen racists, mm-hmm. but yet Morgan's behavior in this circumstance with this particular text is certainly racist. Does that make Morgan a racist? <laughs> These are uncomfortable conversations, but I, I don't think so. And, and there's been other people out there that have made that opinion known, but does that matter? That's why I asked you what, what type of support uh, it would be enough for Morgan to get to retain his job. And you, you mentioned from the top down, right? I mean, the president, uh, President Watkins would have to be on board first for that even to be a possibility, right? Right. And that's what they're investigating. And I, and I you know, I, you have to, at some level, you have to trust the judgment of those that are doing that investigation. And uh, the Morgan Scally I know never exhibited any of those tendencies uh i always thought he was a really good guy who had the best interests of his players at heart that that was my experience with him but if other people had other experiences and it sounds like at least a couple of them did ryan lacy and and sean smith have been relatively aggressive in in some of the things that they have indicated and yeah i i you know so what do you do well, what do you do? And does it that's matter why the to conversation, you? That's why the conversation is so difficult for us, because the Morgan we know, we never saw that. And so, but if there are certain people who were bothered, then that, that does merit investigation and try to get to the bottom of it so that you can either come to some punitive action or educate or do whatever it is you're going to do. But you're right. This will follow Morgan for for a long time we all thought he was the head coach in waiting and i i don't this is probably going to affect that i would imagine i i don't know that i don't know that either uh i yeah i don't know you'd have to look down the road i just think you know a lot would have to happen to enable him to do his job again i just come back to the fact where he's you know he's going to go back to texas and he's going to go back to high schools and he's going to go back to trying to 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 living rooms. Uh, think about what what Kenneth Scott said about uh, Coach Roderick and uh, and talking to his mom. Kenneth uh, relayed kind of his his recruiting story and how his mom was not in favor of him going to Utah, and how Coach Roderick played a critical role in in you know helping Kenneth find out what was what was best for him. I mean that takes a lot of credibility as a coach. You have to. You have to put your money where your mouth is because you're talking to parents about trusting you with their with their children. And in some cases, in, in you know, they we're talking about extreme differences. And, and Kenneth painted that picture, I thought, beautifully yesterday. But anyway, there's a lot of trust there. So can he establish that trust with with recruits and with his players? Uh, that 
that that is the big that is a big question, right? It, regardless yeah. of of where the behavior came from, and yeah. and how justifiable it is or is not. I mean, how I, how do you have that trust? I just hate that word. I, I hate that word. And I, there's nothing. I'm I'm echoing probably what most of the world thinks. Uh, I hate that word. Last night. I watched, the second time I'd seen it, I watched 42, the Jackie Robinson story. Did you see that film? I did, and I I did not like it. I'll tell you, when I sat there and I was watching that and I heard that one manager yelling over at Jackie Robinson saying that word over and over, it made me sick. It made me sick. I hate that word. And... uh, I, I've never been comfortable around that word, thankfully, and I don't care who's using it. I just don't like it. And, and, and because of the frame of reference I have, and I'm not a person of color, but I, 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 know, I know where that came from, and I don't like it. It, it, it makes me ill almost. And so I, I, I'm not saying that Morgan, if he used that word, that he's, he's a racist. I don't know. But I hope a correct judgment has come to on this because it's really important. I think it's important for everyone. I think it's important for the players. It's important for that program. It's important for Morgan. It's important for the country. It's, it's important for anybody who cares about these kinds of issues. So hopefully they'll... They'll figure this thing out. Uh, I don't have all the information in front of me, neither do you, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they do. This review committee does, and that they'll come to a sound judgment in that regard for the good of everyone. Just uh, this is a complete aside. Can I explain to you why I did not like that movie? Why? Uh, because the st- I love the story. The story is 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 really amazing, and it was a uh, it was um, mark the times kind of event in this country. Uh, I just didn't really like their version of it that they told, and that's because I compared it to an old HBO movie from 1996, Soul of the Game, which I thought was amazing and told the story from kind of a different perspective. Maybe that wasn't fair to that particular movie, but I liked Soul of the Game much more. Well, what is is there some was there something wrong with forty two? I suppose not, but I just uh, like the okay, other so one Okay, so you're better. just talking about from your from my vantage point. point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I liked uh, a different telling of the story a little bit better, and by comparison, I was disappointed. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Gordon, let's uh, let's switch gears, albeit not entirely. Uh, let's talk about the the with sports coming back. And uh, the headlines that we have now, how is the national anthem going to be handled by not only players, but leagues and TV networks? And uh, there's there's kind of that layer to this entire discussion. But if you look at especially NFL players, you know, there's going to be a lot of them participating uh, kneeling during the national anthem this upcoming season. I don't know if you file this under irony or where you put it, but. The NFL players are planning to kneel for the anthem as a group, and there have been some indications that Roger Goodell could take part in this. Wow. What what uh, has this what kind of change has taken place here that would cause an entire league to understand what maybe some of us didn't understand at the beginning? 
but a lot of people have come along and come to understand that it was the whole thing was about social injustice, not about disrespecting country or flag or anthem. Do you okay? So, uh, do you want my my cynical answer here, or do you want my hopeful answer here? Okay, uh, let me guess. Your cynical answer will be that you think this is a public relations stunt by the NFL and Roger Goodell. Uh, and and uh, am I am I no. in the right neighborhood? Am I uh-uh. being way too cynical? No, no, what? no. I I think I could even top you on the oh, the what's cynic- cynicality. Is that a word? Oh. <laughs> I don't uh, think so. Well, here's my hopeful side, right? That the NFL and his group of owners finally started listening and embracing their players because that relationship has been very combative in the past, and you know it's probably way past time that they get along a little bit better. Uh, but my my cynical answer is is Roger Goodell realizes now that he does not have enough power to keep his players under his thumb, which is exactly what his behavior would indicate how he's dealt with this Kaepernick situation all the way along. And now he's he's not going to be able to do that, so he he might as well jump on board and spare himself a lot of uh, a lot of uh, problems. Well, I, I I hear what you're saying there, except for the reports I've read, and who knows where the truth actually exists, but the reports I've read have indicated that Roger Goodell wanted one of the owners, one of the teams in the league, to re-sign Colin Kaepernick, and that his wishes were ignored. Okay, so let me let me put it this way, I guess. When I say Roger Goodell, and, and I, need, I should clarify this because it's unfair. I guess I'm talking about the overall NFL system, right? And, okay. and if you say an overall NFL system doesn't exist, well, then wake up because why do you think he hasn't had a job for three years? So I guess I'm talking about the Roger Goodell represents to me the overall behavior of this particular group of wealthy people. In uh, in the United well, you, States, you said that Roger Goodell couldn't control the owners or the players. Well, maybe he, it's difficult for him to control the owners as well. True, and, and it, you know what? It, I hear, it, here's where I have sympathy, real quick, for Roger Goodell and him personally, Gordon, because he's also got the president of the United States talking in his other ear for some reason on Twitter uh, about his patriotic duty and and all this stuff. So, I mean, uh, those uh, there's pretty loud voices that are are tearing at this particular man so i i mean i i've got some sympathy for him and it's in kind of but on the other hand you know does it does it matter if the nfl is gonna do the right thing why they're doing the right thing or that they're doing the right thing so and will they do the right thing i don't know uh, uh i don't know what the answer to that is do they not even have uh or do they not even show the anthem on tv that's what they did before they told their television partners when, when players were kneeling that they were not to air that on TV. And I, I remember that, Gordon, that they'd come yeah. back for, for kickoff. I mean, it would and, and, not be. So, so what, what is their behavior exactly, and, and how does that change? Because their, their behavior has not been, uh, you know, they've been trying to stamp it out rather than embrace it for a while. Well, this had nothing to do with uh, trying to uh, display or hide, uh, display patriotism, or hide that which is supposedly disrespectful. I think it was about money. And uh, certain fan groups getting angry and saying they were going to cancel their, their, they weren't going to buy tickets, and we're going to show up, all that sort of thing. And so the NFL, the owners, 
were quite concerned about that. Uh, but but again, maybe I saw, and I don't mean to get political here, but I saw uh, at the services of uh, George Floyd. Did you see the video of Joe? What Joe Biden said at that funeral at that service? I, I did not have a chance yet. No, there was one part where he said that George Floyd could change the world. And look, I, whether that's some kind of politico who's trying to get votes, or what, I don't know. I, I, I'm not analyzing that. But I, I think I'm hopeful, speaking of being hopeful, that, that he's right in that regard, that maybe this has opened people's eyes. And by people's eyes, I mean everybody or, uh, you know, the vast majority so that people can understand what's going on here really. And what needs to happen, the change that needs to happen, and anything that can do that in a positive, peaceful manner, I'm I'm for man. And if it if it if it takes the all the players in the NFL kneeling before a game, then 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 please please do just to continue that awareness so that affected change can actually happen. And the whole idea of the national anthem before a sporting event. That was, the, uh, from what I've read from historical accounts and whatnot, that was done for commercial purposes initially. Uh, in a lot of cases, people wanted to use the flag as a, uh, as a rallying point to get people to get excited to go to baseball games or whatever. And so, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I don't think that's the way a lot of people view it. I think a lot of people like to take a few minutes before a game to think about the positives in our country. But uh, it comes a time when maybe some of the negatives do need to be thought about so that change can be affected. And if that's an opportunity for them to do so, and by them I mean everybody, uh, and the players and of the in the NFL, and, and, and if Roger Goodell wants to kneel, if coaches want to kneel, then, then maybe they'll do that. But uh, keep keep that awareness going because that is an overall net gain for our country. It's the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone.